Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Busted flat in Baton Rouge, waiting for a train, and us feeling near as faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained, and rode us all the way into New Orleans. That driving feeling Oh, that driving feeling Christian Car Guy Radio Show I say this calls for action and now Nip it in the bud Nip it in the bud You got to nip it in the bud Negotiations Bible style Bible style Bible, 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 Bible Negotiation Bible style. I'm covered with grease from my head to my feet. My hands are cut and callous. And all my bucks on a broke down truck. Broke down solid dollar. Oh my, do we have some broke and broke down stories for you today on the Christian Car Guy Show, don't we, Bob? Absolutely, brother. <laughs> and we also have Pastor Lloyd Taylor with us. Here, a local pastor with a story that I know you're going to want to hear. Welcome, Pastor. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, and while our show was playing last Saturday, and you know, I guess we just don't, you know, God sees all the things that are going on around us, but we don't necessarily get to see it. But while our show was playing last Saturday, a young lady was on a desperate journey. Her children and her were literally fleeing for their lives on a six-hour journey and we're hoping to safety we're going to find out more as this story unveil you know and here on the christian car guy show but as well as as it plays out her ex as she described him to me violently had battered her vehicle and i won't say with what or where this jesus labor love applicant is and the jesus labor love if you've never heard of the christian car guy show and you're wondering what in the world jesus labor love is car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis and we have these applicants come in via our website, christiancarguy.com. And this particular one, I can tell you, we had a week in the Jesus Labor Love like I've never experienced. Um, we had five requests, and three of those came in on Wednesday, along with the one I'm just describing. And out of those were two extremely severe domestic violence situations. And the one I'm describing, I clearly will never forget because this, this lady was literally in flight 
from the violence, driving for six hours, and as she described it, it seemed her transmission literally fell out and was scraping the road. And it's really high mileage car. So there she was with no idea where to get help. The police helped her push the car off the road and she needed it. They told her she needed to get it towed or they would impound it in two days. Now, miraculously, and I do think this is miraculous, I feel more than honored that some friend had heard our radio show and told her to contact the Jesus Labor Love. And they went to the website and they filled it out. And of course, I saw this application. I was like, oh, my word. And so I called her immediately. And here's where the rubber meets the road, I guess, to some extent, because of all the prayers. I think of all, the, all those of you who have, who have prayed for this ministry over the years that we've had it, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the generosity of so many people who have given money because we had the resources right then, immediately. I didn't have to wait and go on the air to ask for them so that we could tow this vehicle to a place. But, of course, where this was, I'd never even heard of the place before. Um, I had no resource, but... I just did what I always do. I prayed, asked God for help, and Googled and called the first place I called. And as soon as I mentioned the word Jesus, labor and love, the person on the other end of the the, – it sounded really nice when they answered the phone, but as soon as I mentioned Jesus, it went cold. That's when I know it's time to find another resource. (laughs) Because it's amazing how the name of Jesus will – cause a certain amount of something to happen. Either people warm up or they go cold, and it happens almost immediately. It so adds clarity to it everything. It adds clarity. <laughs> so I made this call. They went cold. I made the second call. And this woman who answered the phone was amazing. And, and I went on to explain what I was going to She was like, well, this is my son's shop, and he's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for mothers. <laughs> And well, it was Mother's Day weekend, wasn't it? I mean, within 45 minutes of my call to the towing company, this lady's son called me, and he was obviously her son. I mean, what a nice, what a nice man. And he, he immediately said, Robbie, I am terrified seeing this vehicle of whoever did this to this car. He said, this thing's evidence, man. I, he said, wow, I, I can't even imagine what kind of violent person would do something like this? And he went on to describe to me what all happened, which I won't describe because it makes it all too easy to spot the situation. But here's the thing. That as I think about this particular situation, normally I would want to fix the car, and these people want to help me fix the car, but what I really think in my heart of hearts is I'm going to ask you all listening right now that we begin to pray that God would actually support supply another vehicle somebody's got a vehicle they're not using in a driveway somewhere i don't know what i know is the last time we did this and the last time we had such a desperate need within a few days i got a call and somebody donated a car because to me it's just not safe for this even though she's six hours from where she originally was if somebody comes looking it wouldn't be hard to spot this particular car and so i would feel so much better especially since the vehicle has so many miles on it and is in such bad shape that, that we get this lady a car. So I'm going to ask, as we're thinking about this this morning in the show, that we go ahead and pray and consider, you know, if we know somebody who knows somebody or whatever the situation may be for a car. Again, ChristianCarGuy.com. You'll see Jesus, Labor, Love. We have all that stuff. But most of all, your prayers are what changes everything. And I know that. 
But now, on the other side of that, I want to, for you to flip with me for a moment through the photo album of your heart and collect a few of your most treasured memories. These particular treasured memories of when you were broke and broke down. <laughs> yes. I, you know, all of us have been there in some way, shape, or form. And as Bob will point out here in a minute, it's not always financially that you're broke and broke down. But when was that? Something happened. Someone helped. Something happened miraculous. I would love to hear that story. And we have lines open. And I want you to call me with that story because you can encourage a lot of people. Right, Bob? I couldn't help but think when you, after thinking about it a little bit longer, you're talking about being just absolutely broke. Uh, we sold hot dogs at our college dorm uh, to uh, raise a little money to go to the beach. And we had a, <laughs> had a room paid for. And, uh, you know, we had sandwich stuff and, you know, things that where we could survive. But I went to the beach one time with $11.52 and uh, stayed for the uh, the weekend. And that, that was, know, the fi- that was financial uh, desolation there. So you have a story like that. You are you are in the, the photo album of your heart, and you call us 866-348-7884, 866 866- three for truth but right now we got a little name that noise to play so uh kim if we're ready or i see all of a sudden my producer's reaching underneath the board so there's something like may are we ready to play name that noise here we go it's time to play define that defect resolve that roar trace that tick highlight that hubbub Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. All right. We've got lines open. You can call if you can name this noise at 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. And if you can name this noise, Kim, tell them what they win. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Bobby, you win a book from Stu Epperson Jr. titled The Last Words of Jesus. All right, and all you have to do is name this noise. Go ahead and play it for him, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) What is that noise? You call us, 866-348-7884, if you can name that noise. Play it one more time. There you go, 866 is the number to call in and play. Um, but a little later, we're going to share, we got a broke-down list. Like, who are you going to call kind of thing? You know, that moment when your car, or your daughter's car breaks down or your wife just had an accident, perhaps you came out of your office and a tree limb is coming across the roof of your car, and it's at times like this that we need to have a prepared plan, a list of people to call is your everybody in your family ready with that list? So we got that list to share. Pastor Lloyd's got a story. Story. Bob's got a couple stories. We got lines lit up for that noise. We need your story and your guess on that noise. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. The number to call in and share. We got so much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. Busted flat in Ben Rouge, waiting for a train. 
When I was feeling near as faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained And rode us all the way into New Orleans Broke and broke down today on the Christian Car Guys show. When were you in, in that situation? Someone, something, maybe even God, we're hoping, came through for you. We would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. What do you do when you're broke down? we got a lot of stuff to cover today. we got Kobe first is in Raleigh, North Carolina. You call us with your story. 866. Whoa, we lost Kobe. But we got Sandy is in Edmonds, Washington. Sandy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I'm finally <laughs> a city in Washington I can actually pronounce the name of. <laughs> yeah, well, right here where KCIS is. And um, just wanted to share real quick, my dear, sweet, late husband, um, heaven gained him 11 years ago, and which means I lost him. But precious man worked at Christa Ministries for 19 years, and when he went home to be with the Lord, I got his car. I was driving his 1991 old Lexus 400 with 210,000 miles on it. You know, I'm 71 years old. I was going to drive it till the day I died, and I actually almost did. But anyway, (laughs) I went through the car wash go to this car wash all the time, got to the end of the car wash, wasn't even out of neutral or even out of the car wash, and I always roll my window down to thank the little boys to dry your car off, and all of a sudden, my car went from zero to, you know, Seattle International Raceway car, boom, hit the, uh, went into gear and hit the brick wall, which was about a car and a half length, you know, out in front of me. My airbag went off and just cracked my sternum, burned my face all up, and then my arm must have hit the gear shift, which threw me into reverse, and all I could think of was my car, my dear husband's car. So anyway, the car was totaled, and um, and that meant I needed another car, right? Yeah. And my daughter ran into a a gal that had been in the Bible study that I taught years ago, just years ago, and I had led her to Christ and hadn't seen her or heard from her for years, and my daughter told her about this because she said, how's your mom? And it had just happened. Anyway, then I ran into this gal the next day at a flower shop, and she called me a couple days later and said, Sandy, the Lord's told me to help you, you know, with, with your car. And I got a check for $5,000 from this woman that I barely know. And then somebody else called me and said, the Lord laid it on our hearts to give you $2,000. And somebody else did the same thing. And I mean, the Lord just takes care of the widow. Any of you dear widows out there, he just does it over and over and over again. And my wonderful church has a car care Saturday for widows and single moms twice a year and takes care of everything, you know, oil change, filters. So um, what an amazing story. Well, Sandy, I know like everybody, what kind of car did you get? (laughs) That's even more miraculous. It's a 2012 Honda CRV and it looks like 
it's brand new and it looks like it must have cost forty thousand dollars and it didn't. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so in that Donald Lord just he just does this. It's just so amazing and I know it was him because you know, I don't have money, I'm a widow, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course no, it was it, him. But you know, it, so. it's always him. Sometimes we don't give him the credit, but I assure you mm. every oh every God. car everybody driving a car out there today of any kind shape or form um I know. he, he, he makes that God. need in, including the original Lexus that your dear husband gave oh my you. God. And thank you for your story. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so precious and and he t- t- took care of me cuz I could have I could have broke my neck. I had a whiplash. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, and, and yeah. fortunately, none of those boys were standing in front of you. Oh, I think of lots me. of things. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But thank you for your program. I love your program and the testimonies. And just know that you lost your dear mom and had your first Mother's Day last week without her, right? Yeah, that's right. You're, that's... Oh, and I thought of you so much because I heard your program. So. I love Saturday morning, 7 a.m. here on KCIS. To listen to the <laughs> Thank you, Sandy. God bless. How oh, awesome. That's amazing. Amen. Well, I know you have a story now that you want to share, and you can do that at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And my studio here has told me that my noise is too hard this, this week. <laughs> so, Kim, we better play it again and uh, – you know, just just be thinking about that our topic is broke down and whatever as you listen to this noise today. Mm-hmm. 866-348-7884. You can call in and share. But there's another story, Pastor, that you came on and wanted to share about some folks in our area, they have an amazing ministry, and they need a call. Yeah, thank you, Robbie. This is uh, Kirby and Kelly Campbell. They have a ministry called Treasured Trials. Uh, Kirby was a pastor out in Washington and went for a routine knee surgery. He ended up with a crippling disease that's just a lifetime of pain. For that reason, he retired or had to resign his church. So now they're in a ministry, uh, they go anywhere, everywhere, uh, do not charge for this, live off really the love offerings that are collected, but they only have one vehicle, and that hampers them or hinders them from doing things, especially if one is on the road, the wife can't do things or the husband can't. I just had a burden uh, to try to help them obtain a second vehicle. Kirby can do some work now around the home, and they gather in firewood and things of that nature. So I was praying that God would provide a pickup truck, a used truck, something that he could use and maybe she could drive as well. And so that's what I'm trying to do and asking people right. to We've got that, that all listed, by the way, at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as at Jesus Labor Love. And since we have the 501c3, if somebody donates a car, we can make that tax deductible. Or, of course, your donations are. But, of course, we are looking forward to We got Bob's got a story. It's all lined up for you. <laughs> we got a whole lot more Christian Car Guy show. Not to mention these tips about what do you do when you're broke down. Call us with your story. with the my head to my feet. My hands are cutting 
Spent all my bucks on a broke down truck, broke down solidarity. Broke and broke down today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We would love to hear your story, and boy, we sh- we sure been blessed with those that we've heard. But we have so much more to to share along these lines. Eight six six is the number to call in. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. And for those digitally gifted out there, maybe to help you remember it, it's eight six six three four Truth. As this show is originated out of Truth Broadcasting, so. 866-348-7884. If you want to try on that noise, of course, we can play that one more time, Kim, so that people can hear it. If you think you can name this noise, send out one of Stu Epperson's books for you. 866-348-7884. Bob, when you heard this broken, broke down thing, you, you immediately had a different kind of broken, broke down. It absolutely rung my bell because... Um Yesterday morning, I got to work really early, and I just parked in front of the front door. And um, when I went out uh, to move the vehicle back to where it should be parked, Greg Laurie was on the radio. Um, and I didn't have time to listen to the whole thing, but just as soon as I sat down, cranked up the vehicle, Greg Laurie was talking about his son passing away on Thursday and going to church on Sunday. And he said for the longest time, people would come up, man, you're so strong. You were in church three days after your son died. And uh, he's like, I'm not here because I'm so strong. I'm I'm here because I'm broken and destroyed by my son's death. And um, it just was just such a, it was, so obvious that it was meant for me because I had just walked out in time to hear it. My son had passed away on Thursday and uh, Sunday morning we were up and, and trying to figure out if we were supposed to go to church. Is it too early for us to go to church? Uh, should we go? Should we not go? And we decided we'd get to get, get dressed and, and go. And we got there that morning and our church, we sing a song at the beginning at the service I go to, and then we have a little meet and greet where you shake some hands and hug some necks and and uh, speak to some folks. Well, we waited till the song was over and the meet and greet had got real, very well started. And as it was kind of finishing up and getting ready to start the next song, we walked right in and uh, got, our, got to our place. And the very first words, they put their words up on the screen, and the song that was on was uh, Inside Out. And it starts out, a thousand times I have failed, still your mercy remains. And though I stumble again, still I'm caught in God's grace. And I nudged my wife. I said, yes, ma'am, we are supposed to be here. And it was just God reminding me, though my son had stumbled again, that he was still caught in God's grace and that I had absolutely nothing to worry about. And it was just such a strong, strong, strong message for me. Um... If someone dies and you're not sure where they're going, it's pretty traumatic for a believer. Yeah. But the the blessed assurance that, you know, he got saved and baptized five months before he died and the blessed assurance that of where he is has been the air I breathe and the ground Amen. I stand on for, for such a long time and it, it's really carried me. Amen. Without all that, I'm probably not in the same shape, uh, 
as I am today. That's true. Broke and broke down is this case, the resources were different kind of fuel. And I can't help but think um, for those uh, who may not be aware of the situation, um, Rob Young, Bob's son, was on my show about five weeks. Was it three weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks before he died. He, before he I died. was supposed to do the fourth uh, Saturday in, in December. And I'd gotten sick, and uh, I'd called and asked if you had any problem. And uh, it was pretty obvious that I wasn't going to get to do the show as much because Rob did such a great job. And It was really, it was a neat thing because near the end of the show, I had a, you know, appraisal by the Real Black Book, which is sort of a devotional I do at the end of the show usually. And this particular week it was on Isaiah, you know, the, the rocks and the trees will cry out. And, 55, 12. Yeah. <laughs> Bob knows it because he has it on his his dog tag right there. How about that? With, Isaiah. with Rob's thumbprint on the other side. And as I shared that immediately, Bob, I mean Rob, Bob's son, began to testify on how he had that kind of experience just that week. And, you know, it was a precious thing to have his testimony right there on the radio. And so we, we put that in a special podcast which it's still there and by far and away the most popular podcast we've ever had at christiancarguy.com of those moments. Um, and that fills us, doesn't it, Paul? Absolutely. Um, you know, there's just so many, so many different ways we can be broke and, and broke down and, and just, you know, out of sorts. And, Amen. You know, the, there's, but you had there's a, all kind of fuels that can <laughs> rejuvenate us. Now, Pastor, you had a... I had a a couple that well it was a, a you have to tell the story this well, thing's cr- this at the is time a- I pastored in Massachusetts and uh, a lady came to the church and I led her to Christ then she had a teenage daughter that came up and I led her to Christ and they were kind of coming away or trying to get separation between them and a guy that she had lived with for a number of years and so it was a blow up in their relationship so anyway. He came up from Florida to New England, to Massachusetts, to pick up a few things. Then he was going to leave and go all the way to California, start all over again, start his life over. And uh, when he came to Massachusetts, he parked his car. He had several hundred or several thousand dollars in his car that he was going to use for travel money, and all of that was stolen. So then they sent him to the pastor because he was. <laughs> we don't know what else to do. He pastor. was so discouraged, <laughs> so they sent him to the pastor. And I led him to Christ, and I challenged him, why don't you start over here? And lo and behold, he accepted Christ. And not long after that, I baptized the whole family, united them in marriage. They joined the church and served for many, many years up there with me in the ministry. What do you think of that? <laughs> so God changed his plan right away. Broke and broke down. I yeah. know you got a story. We would love to hear yours. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Again, we want to mention the, the Campbells that we had talked about at the beginning of the program or in the last segment. And, and they're at ChristianCarGuy.com. And they're in need of prayer. They're in need of a car, an, a second vehicle. And of course, the Jesus labor love, Bob. We've we've been we we had a whole engine that we needed for the other domestic violence case that the Lord provided an engine, one with one hundred and twenty-two thousand miles on it, Bob. 
absolutely. Uh, you never know where it's going to come from, but <clears throat> he always seems to provide for us. And, uh, you know, when you first mentioned it to me years ago, what you were planning on doing, and I I was wondering if, you know, if, if it would really work, but it's you've done amazing things through the years. Well, God, it's done. Uh, you know, that's the part that every time I get an application, I go, wow, Lord, this is unbelievable that you would trust us, you know, and and it, I said this so many times, but I, I, I can't get over the, the sense of, when when you're actually talking to the applicant and you ask them, is it okay if I pray with you, which is always just part of my standard operating procedure, and you can hear the tension begin to draw away as I say, thank you, Lord, that the applicant, whoever they are, I always say, had the courage to ask for help. because It's not an easy thing to do. I mean, any it's hard for us to admit that we're not self-sufficient, especially as hard-headed men. I mean, we all want to think we're, we're, you know, we're brought up to, to be tough individuals and uh, self-sufficient and you can do it. You can do it by yourself and you can do it on your own. And and so and, it just, it really is, a, I guess, a burden on me, Pastor, that, that the people that get the help know that it's coming from Jesus, not from the Christian car guy. Right. <laughs> and that they, and that they know that they can, that that ultimately is the resource and they don't need me to get access. They can do this, you know, they can pray on, on their own at any particular time and, and, and to go there for this place. But, you know, everybody, including me and Bob, you know, it's, it asking for help is a very, very difficult thing. And so the Jesus labor love is there, but you got to congratulate the people that, that have the courage to reach out and say, wow, I, I need this. And then as you, as we talked about, we had the, the engine, we had a lady who just got out of, um, she'd been in the, the, uh, domestic uh, violence shelter for four or five weeks, just gotten a job, needed breaks, your prayer, your support, your donations. We immediately could put brakes on that lady's car, and that was amazing. And again, all these things, as I see them happen, Bob, I'm like, wow, God, you've come through again. But clearly, we need to be praying for these that we have coming in. And we've got a whole list of things that you're supposed to, <laughs> and I'm hoping we'll all do when we break down. So we're going to get to that in a minute. Stay tuned. When I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. So much the answer when you are broke and broke down. <laughs> to know that um, you got to have a list of who you're going to call. And uh, we wanted to get into that on our show today. But you still got time. This is our last segment. And I don't want to miss any stories. Kobe can call me back from Raleigh. We didn't get his because he lost his connection. Or maybe you want to take a shot at that noise. Don't let me get off the air, guys, without describing that. If somebody doesn't call in with that, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four is a number to call in and share. Eight six six three four truth. So that moment when your daughter's car is broke down or your wife just had an accident, 
Perhaps you came out of your office and there's a tree limb that's gone across your car's roof. It's times like these that we got to have a prepared plan. A list of people to call is mission critical. Now, drills are what they call them in the military, and they save lives, but they also bring peace to chaos. I used to have a friend that um, who was in Patton's Army, and he told me that we practiced abandoned tank 20 times every day, that there was a drill of what you do in case of emergency so that when that happened, and sure enough, you know, Jesse tells an interesting story about when he came up against a panzer tank and you know the shell hit his and he found himself in that abandoned tank but they'd practiced it and practiced it and practiced it now obviously we don't need to practice this list but just the fact that we know okay honey this is who we call this is the tow truck that we use because if you don't have a tow truck on your list somebody that you use then the police are going to pick one for you and it may not go well for you um this is where you're going to tow it to. This is the shop that that I prefer that we take the car to. This is the body shop that I prefer we go to. Um, and, and the other thing that we found out this week with my own daughter is it's good that they know that they have an emergency contact in the family to call so that we know what's going on and we can be praying because the very first person, I'm sure you would agree, Pastor, that we're supposed to call on on our emergency contact list <laughs> is god right that's true i i don't i hate to put him last but he's actually first and in a big before i even go to my emergency list you know it's important to do that but you know these ideas of you know whether it's an emergency in your house or whatever to communicate ahead of time so that people know and i wish i'd known this when my kids first started driving but I learned over the years and that it's good that they have these contacts. Just because I was in the car business for however long, 40 years, does not mean they have a clue who to call or anything else, you know, because it doesn't necessarily come along, does it, Bob? Absolutely not. You know, you, you just you don't expect it. That's why they call it an emergency, you know, and stuff pops up. And, and you know, I know exactly who I'd call for every situation, but you know, that's my business. I'm exposed to it. And, and if I'm in a different area, I know a different, a record person, but you know, we're exposed to it. But the people that aren't thinking about record companies all the time or body shops all the time, um, you know, they do need to be prepared and have a, have a list. Yeah. And, and, you know, this is a lot of times people, in fact, have written articles on how do you find a good mechanic? How do you find a good body shop? Well, this is another place where you can go to prayer. Um, actually, if you do a prayer request in your Sunday school class, so hopefully you got a nice big Sunday school ch- class, you go to church. I'm going to say that that prayer request may get answered within that very session. People start coming up to you and saying, oh, well, I use this guy and, and I use that guy. You open up the conversation because you're asking God to help and then he may just send somebody immediately through your Sunday school class but the other the other person that I would always say knows because you know how nurses always know the best doctors because <laughs> they work around them all the time well Bob I know you would agree with me that parts people and people even in your shop that work with mechanics all the time you see if you go to the local Napa 
or if it's a Nissan store, Nissan that you've got, if you go to the Nissan store, they'll tell you who the good Nissan mechanics are because they know which guys bring back all the parts because they don't know what to fix. You know what I'm saying, right, Bob? Exactly. You know, some people are very precise and and good with their diagnostics, and and they don't have to bring back stuff because they've done thorough diagnostics first and figured out what they need instead of coming and buying a whole bunch of stuff and then bring them half of it back because they just use the shotgun approach. To so go to your parts store, ask the guy at the counter, who's a good mechanic for this kind of car in the area? You'd be shocked. The parts people are like the nurses. They know who knows what they're doing. <laughs> we got Ken is in Colfax, North Carolina. Ken, you're on the Christian car guy. Wow, that's the second one today. Ken had something for us. And, and and it it got gone. But when we left our hero Bob, he was at the beach with eleven dollars. <laughs> eleven dollars and fifty two cents, brother. We were walking down the street not too far from uh, the room where we're staying in and uh some friends came by with a convertible and invited me to ride on the back of the convertible. And there were four of us riding on the back of the convertible. Myrtle Beach, um, and my eleven dollars like and fifty, a <laughs> like a parade, like a parade. You know the strip at Myrtle Beach oh, yeah, moves yeah. really slow. It's not dangerous. It wasn't crazy. We weren't yeah, bungee were like, jumping off right. the back or anything. <laughs> we were just riding on the back of a convertible, and the officer invited me to come ride with him to <laughs> to the Myrtle Beach Crossbar Hilton Inn. And I found myself in jail, and my $11.52 was not enough to uh, rectify the situation, and it was already depleted quite a bit anyway. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, had to uh, make the old phone call and uh, get money sent down from home. And uh, it was, was actually this part uh, of how you became your mother's hairdresser. Yeah, what? Well, I don't <laughs> think my brother went to went to my mom. I think he went to the lady across the street that I mowed their yard, and uh, I think he made proper arrangements. And, uh, <laughs> but I did get out, and it, it did all work out. And um, but busted flat in Myrtle Beach <laughs> with a very big problem. And uh, I was a, busted flat in Los Angeles. I'd I really strange set of circumstances i can't really explain but i lost my job suddenly and they owed me a bunch of money which they were not going to give me and i was on a road trip selling jewelry i lived in albuquerque at the time but i was in los angeles and they were supposed to give me the rest of the money to get back home and i lost my job and my source of income and i'm in los angeles with not a dime Mm. and out of gas Mm. And all oh, I, you had a car though. I had a car, <laughs> but it was out of gas. And so, with my background in the automotive bit, business, I looked in the want ads for a, a job, and there was a parts place across town. And actually, I don't remember, it was Pasadena or somewhere that I had to go to try to get to get a job, but I didn't have the gas to get over there. And so, I'll never ever forget. I had a turquoise ring that I was wearing, and I went to the gas station guy, and I said, "Man." I said, I got to just, I got to get a job. I'm here. I'm stuck. I was with my wife at the time. I said, Would, how much gas will you give me for this ring? I'll give you the ring. It's worth a lot of money, a lot more than any gas. He said, man, just fill it up. I will never, ever forget that gas station attendant. He, he let me trade a ring for a tank of gas. I got the job. 
and eventually got back to Albuquerque and someday came to North Carolina. All that happened because somebody was doing one of your things of love. Tell, tell me what you're, what you're doing with that, Pastor. Okay. That you've got the 50 ways. To, you, the 50. Well, our church has just recently been uh, doing a 50-day love challenge where we're encouraging people to love God, love others, and show the world. And so we're encouraging people. We've created a little pamphlet with hundreds of suggestions of how people could show love in various situations. They're and welcome so, to yeah. get a hold of me, and I'll be happy to send them a pamphlet. It's a great way to Don't just, forget the noise, brother. Yeah. Oh, it was a Model T running out of gas. You didn't have to tell me it was Model T. It was just running Sounded out of like gas. A tired drummer I remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years.